welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. With the guests, we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is... Jordan! Hello! In our second person in our mad menagerie, the, the bad Fortnite that we're having, is Madcap. Ah, we're getting into some madcap adventures? Yes? By by definition, he has adventures. His name is Madcap, so yes. Huh. If his name was Sadcap, we'd go into Sadcap adventures. Aw. What do you think Madcap is? Well, I want to make a joke that he's a co- that he's a cousin of uh of Captain America and is it just a form of 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 him that's just angry all the time, but I know that's not true. Well, it's so it's like Homestar Runner where he has like uh <laughs> strong sad and strong sad, strong mad and <laughs> strong <laughs> bad. Yeah, so it's so there's there's cap, there's cap, there's mad cap, sad cap and bad cap. Yes. And bad cap is Nazi cap, obviously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what, and, what no, do you think? and no cap's actually nomad. Man. So what do you, what do you think? What do you think he does is? Uh, my guess is that he's some kind of villain who believes in anarchy of some sort. That's not bad. Not a bad <laughs> guess. Um, what do you think he dresses up as? Oh. Uh, See, like, like I, like I said when I first heard the name, I, I was thinking more of like those Spider-Man villains, like Cra- Crazy Eight and and Jester, or whatever. So I was like thinking like some kind of weird, crazy mishmash of of uh, of colors and clothes that probably looked like some kind of Harlequin thing. You're actually not too far off. Um, so if you were to clash colors really badly what would your costume be made out of if if you were madcap you and when i say really badly imagine the worst clashing you've seen and then like up it a little bit uh let's see i i think it would have to, i i would want to say that it'd have to have something like magenta in it but i don't know if comics did that very well actually uh, at this point in time it does okay it was in the 80s okay so it was in the 80s so like i mean it would probably be some kind of like very brightish neon pinkish color with uh what would be with a light blue like i bet those two colors would would really really clash well you're off a little bit but you're actually pretty close with the pink oh oh yeah that looks familiar for some reason and i don't know why well i'll tell you why later um so he basically has a bodysuit Mm-hmm. It, it, like it's not a body condom, per se, no. because it's not skin tight. But it is in the vein of a body condom, where it covers all of him. Mm-hmm. Um, he has um, a dashing rogues black, hat. Yeah, dashing rogues hat. He has a half cape. You know, like the, my favorite type of cape, like the one that goes over one shoulder. Um, he has a yellow. He, okay, so half of his top, actually, no, a third of his top is pink and black stripes. And then two-thirds of his top is yellow. Like a really bright yellow. Like a dandelion yellow. And then it's the opposite on the other side. So it's like on 
on his bottoms. So his pants. He's like, he's like one of those hill, hill, uh, four section uh, heraldry shield things. Yes, and he also has pirate boots. And he has a bubble gun. Ooh, bubble gun. Yeah, bubble gun. Look, it's a gun with a bubble. Does is it one of those w- one where the bubbles are can suffocate the person, or is it just you know nigh indestructible and, and incapacitating? We'll get to that. Okay. It may have something to do with something. Because I gotta say the the ones that are basically like you basically trap you in just like that space, and they're basically uh, airtight. So you just have whatever air you have in that that space. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah. But, you know, I'm I'm not scared of no bubble. Actually, I am. I'm scared of lots of things. Mostly because I was a scared child. But whatever. Uh, speaking of people who are scary, guess guess what Madcap's real name is? Unknown? Well, actually, it's unrevealed. Oh. Which so is, someone knows it. So someone knows it. <laughs> Does he know it? Aw. Because I, I think that would be the most madcap adventure of all, to find oneself. Do you know what his occupation is? Uh, adventurer criminal? No, prankster. Oh. Oh, dear. Yeah, and it's like those type of pranks where you have to say it's a social experiment afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sounds more lo- definitely in the vein of, like, the crazy aid and stu- stuff like that, where, like, they're criminals, but they like to have crazy fun, like Quacker Jack. Uh, so, um, he first appeared in Captain America, uh, issue 307 in July 1985. Stop making sense. Wait, is that... So that's the... Was that a command? Was it like a... a that, that was the title? The oh, story? I mean, like, like, did it end in an exclamation point, or was that just... It was no, just it, the... I just said it, it as it was in all caps. It wasn't in all caps. I just thought it made more sense. And also, it's probably one of my favorite Captain America covers. Let me, let me get that one. I like it a lot. I'm gonna. Okay. That is kind of that is kind of interesting. Yeah. Half no, half nomad, half cap. He's got like a moon shield. Yeah. It's like it's basically like him, half nomad, half cap. He has half a shield. He's just like, what's happening? <laughs> and I like it. It's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> the young man who would become Madcap was devoutly religious and belonged to a church group of an unspecified denomination. Or as I like to say, a coward wrote this. <laughs> call out someone. I'll do it. Lutherans. Lutheran. He's a Lutheran. <laughs> Them and their 99 problems. Yeah. Or treatises or whatever. 99 treatises or problems. You know what? Something, whatever. I can't make a Lutheran joke. I don't know enough to make a joke about them. While he was at a church-sponsored field trip with his parents, sister, and about 40, uh, with 40 others, the bus he was riding was struck by or by a tanker truck containing an unknown chemical compound concocted by the advanced concocted by the advanced idea mechanics or oh, aim. aim 
the chemical uh, called... I'm sure that went well. Okay, first off, it said it was an unknown chemical compound. <laughs> we know what it's called. It's compound X07. Well, see, that's the se- that is the seventh X compound X chemical they made. So we know what it is. Well, we don't know what it's made of. I don't know what water... No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 Which apparently contain enzymes that promoted rapid healing in the body. While everyone else was killed in the crash, in the subsequent explosion, the man who would become madcap was thrown clear and laid there for several hours unconscious. Uh, in a rapidly evaporating pool of a chemical. And when he gained consciousness in the hospital, his faith in a rational universe was shattered when he learned that he was a sole survivor of an accident. Oh, so survivor's guilt. So, full killer is the what I was thinking of. But he's <laughs> kind of similar. Where he, where he like, he was shaped by a traumatic... Well, actually, no. The, the full killer I'm thinking of was... First one was killed by Man-Thing. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was killed by no one. I think. Well, actually, no. There's a third fool killer. I think. I think there's three of them. Yeah. The second one was just crazy. Found the outfit and was just like, "Yo, I'm just gonna wear this outfit and kill fools." <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but he's kind of in that same vein of like villain. Oh, um, there's four of them. Oh, there is. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, I figured that out. Yeah, it's just kind of—it's not even like a legacy name. It's just like nah. I like the name, so I'm just gonna give it to someone. <laughs> <laughs> so after learning he was a sole survivor of an accident, he fled the hospital and threw himself into the path of an incoming, uh, oncoming car in a suicide attempt. Ah! To his surprise, he was not only incapable of feeling pain by being hit by the car, but he also got up where he was thrown. His injuries being killed in moments. Rightly suspected that, rightly suspecting that the bus accident somehow endowed him with immunity from pain and injury, he was driven further into madness. I can imagine how that would be a very troublesome thing to figure out. He could not, uh, he could not understand why he should benefit from an accident that killed forty people, including his friends and family. He finally came to the conclusion that some things happen without cause and effect. This is no purpose to anything. He believes in nothing. He believes in nothing, Lobolsky. Nothing. Man, why couldn't he be an apathetic nihilist? Where he's just where he just doesn't care enough to not care about anything. He came to the conclusion that there's no purpose to anything, and then he soon discovered that he can cause whoever looked at him in the eyes long enough to to begin acting crazy. Lacking okay. anything to do better, he bought a clay <laughs> soap gun. From a dime store and sold a Harley Quinn outfit from a costume store and called himself Mad Cat. That gun is just there to get people to look at him. <laughs> He's just like, look, bubbles. And people are just like, hey, so, look, bubbles. I'm crazy. So, so we know, so this unknown compound we know had enzymes that help promote uh, cell growth or healing and stuff like that. But apparently it also makes your eyes make people go crazy? That could have been like a secondary mutation. Yeah, that's what I was like wondering. Like, this, was this something that was just inherent to him that just was unlocked after the accident? It could possibly. Could like, you imagine says- if, he, if he ever became a preacher and this power unlocked? 
Oh, he would totally have a cult. Yeah. Oh my god. I want that story. Can I get a what if story? What if Madcap didn't have all his family died and Yeah, what a- what if the what if the bus crash didn't kill every everyone but him? Yes, and he became a preacher and started a cult. Where, oh, like, yeah, he, like every, people- everyone got the same healing abilities, but he's the only one that unlocked his uh, crazy eye abilities. Yeah, and then like every and because everyone thought, oh my god, that'd be so cool. I love stories where the Eve, where where like a priest actually has like superpowers and thinks it's because of Jesus because he's a dummy and believes in dumb things. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, stupid to believe in faith. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's stupid. I believe in religion. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not. Yeah. So he decided to wander New York and randomly cause people to go crazy in I order also- to demonstrate to him the meaningless of existence. <laughs> I love this guy. Just I, a- I also like how he pretty much is doing this because he had nothing better to do. I love it when villains do not have a reason to be evil. Like, like he's not even being evil. He just wants to show nihilism to people. He's just, he's, if anything, he's just an overzealous philosophy student <laughs> who discovered Nietzsche. <laughs> and instead of handing out pathless, he just stares at people. Okay, like, okay, so I know for a long time I said Grey Gargoyle is my favorite villain. I'm now switching at the madcap. <laughs> Holy, I love, oh my god, I love... He has a toy bubble gun. He is so. Oh my god! I am so. Oh. What has he been up to lately? Like he's. Has he been? Has he been around? He's actually one of the reasons why Deadpool has blunted personalities. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought he was part of the whole Deadpool Corp things that happened for a bit, and then whatever well, that. Um, well, one of the reasons why, because like Deadpool had like his like mind kind of splintered. But, uh, during the 2000s or so, um... Was it the 2000s? I think it was the 2000s. Yeah, it was the 2000s. Uh, Madcap kind of made it even worse. Oh. Yeah. And one of the personalities that he's had for a while, whenever... I don't know if you read the really crappy uh, Way run, but, you know, whenever he had the the two speech bubbles... I kind of... I kind of liked the run-up to that two-speech bubble moment. Like, Agent X was weird and deconstructive of, of it, but there was things in there I loved. Like, the ending? Uh, or, like, like the... Or, like... No, no, not the ending. Like, the mid... Or, like, the start of the series. For, first of all, to the whole Agent X thing, where basically he... he it Wade Wilson gets blown up in a castle is because he's basically fighting a guy and, like, he... And during the fight, he gets his arm cut off. And he's like, finally beats him and like, throws him in flames, blah, blah, blah. He's like, ah, there we go. Now to disarm the bomb. Oh, well, now where did I put that arm? Oh, I wrote it on my arm. And he looks across the room, and the bomb has like three seconds on it. Way, way pull. Like the really crappy era of Deadpool. I will say it has its moments. It has a few moments. Most of it was just lol to random memes. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, that that got that got old really quick though. It got old really quickly. But parts of it I liked. Yeah, there was times when like the madness actually kind of worked. 
By the way, I like uh, Madcap's uh, comic fine picture is him strangling Deadpool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's pretty good. But, um... So, yeah, but this is when Nomad... Uh, this is when Captain America was Nomad. Actually, no, no, no. This is when he had a partner named Nomad. Oh. Yeah, because... In the no, it's during the Nixon era when he became Nomad. What am I thinking of? Remember, remember that uh, storyline where it turns out Nixon was in the Secret Empire and he killed himself. <laughs> that was a storyline. <laughs> Let's just say Marvel writers did not like Nixon <laughs> so much that Captain America became Nomad because he hated America so much at that point, and it didn't stand for what it was. And he had no country. <laughs> and also, they heavily implied that Nixon shot himself in the head in the Oval Office because they found out that he was a secret. He was part of the secret empire. <laughs> so, remember that, guys? That was a that was that was a time in comics, wasn't it? Oh, okay. So, so he's five nine. Huh? That's about so average, right? Madam Mask right in the eyes and make her go crazy. I bet you her mask protects her. Maybe. I don't know. Um, he has um one he 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 weighs one forty five. He has blue uh blue eyes and brown hair. Uh, his strength level blue eyes that you could just get lost in. Yeah. His strength level is um the normal strength of a man his age, height, and white who in uh, weight who engages in manic regular exercise. Okay, so if he can't feel pain, then why isn't he got super strength? He should be the most ripped person in the universe. Yeah, because I mean, like, if you can't feel pain, you basically just break your muscles again and again, and that would just make him stronger. Well, maybe he just doesn't feel like it sometimes. It is manic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd like him if he was buff. Like, I think I like him more because he's like, kind of scrawny. Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah. So A scrawny nihilist has just got a charm of his own. Yeah. So he has two superhuman powers. Okay. Exactly two. One is he can rapidly heal his own runes to the flesh, bone, and tissues. Um, he can mend uh, broken bones rapidly, expel bullets lodged into him, and recover from Various laturations and puncture runes. Hmm. Um, we do not know what happens if we dismembered him. If we would dismember him. Oh. Or burn him beyond recognition. It is also known if he can regenerate brain cells. If he were Ooh. to sustain injuries to his brain. Um, but he cannot heal the damage that was done to most of his body's nerve endings. It like so. said it as a state of the being off. Yeah, so he does not, but we do not know what his tactile sensations are, so we don't know if he oh, like, enjoys the touch of of a soft bed or not. Oh. So we don't know if he can still touch things, he just doesn't have any pain sensation. Yeah, we don't know, we don't know if we have, any, he doesn't know, we don't know if he can, like, he has, like, touch sensation. Hmm. So, like, you know, like, if he was touching my desk right now, I'd be like, wow, this feels super cheap. Or not, you know. He'd be able to look at it, though it's cheap, but, like, he wouldn't be able to feel its cheapness. 
Now, see, would would be looking at it and then touching it, would his mind just automatically remind him of the of what a cheap desk feels like, and he would just th- automatically think that? It's unknown. It's unknown. We do not know the extent of it. Yeah, so you just don't know. Um, well, uh, his second superhuman ability is to psionically simulate the in- inhibition centers in other humans' brains. By stimulating him, he can cause people to act in a generally euphoric, uninhibited, and outlandish way. So it's not so much as things making them act crazy, but, like, drunk? Yeah. Pretty much without the hangover. Without the, uh, without the hangover. hangover. He would be great in a <laughs> club scene. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's his new job. He just, like, looks at people in a club while doing a DJ set. Like, it's just like, yo, you're gonna have the best night of your life. Now look into my eyes. <laughs> okay. Um, his, he also... He uh, can't control them, though. Oh. Um, and it's kind of dictated by the subject's own psyches. Hmm. And they must... Uh, but they must maintain eye contact with eye... Con- uh, with with madcap in order for him to affect his or her brain with their brain you know sometimes people people in betweeners can also go crazy but not the in betweener <laughs> yeah. but not the in betweener no because but, he's I just mean, he's just too blah he's too in between <laughs> things you know <laughs> um it's also it's doesn't uh, it's not known how long a person will be prone to the aberrant uh, behavior. Um, it's also determined by the individual's psyche and normal inhibition levels. He really sounds like just so- someone who just just makes someone have the effects of al- of being drunk, lowered inhibitions, and and however they react to that. Yeah. So, um. Let's just say he's now my new favorite. He carries a bubble gun around so people look at him. <laughs> That's brilliant. To be fair, if someone in a bright yellow and pink and black like bodysuit was walking around, I'd be looking at I'd be kind of looking at him already. I think I think the the bubble gun would just be would just help me focus to a specific spot. Exactly. Like, it's just like, pop, 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 pop. And you're just like, oh, look, where's that coming from? Oh, no, I'm going crazy. And then, well, you wouldn't think that, but people around you would. But, yeah, I like him a lot. He's, like, super good and awesome and my favorite supervillain. He doesn't really have malicious intent. No. Yeah, it's not like he wants to hurt or kill people. He just wants to show them his philosophy. He's kind of like if uh, Cthulhu dressed in something weird. (laughs) Because all Cthulhu wants to do is show uh, humans uh, uh, new ways to feel pleasure and pain. Unimaginable to the human mind. I thought Cthulhu just wanted to eat everything and destroy destroy this this world. (sighs) Yes and no. He wants to destroy humanity, but he oh, also okay. awakens. He also awakens new ways to feel so much that it will drive you insane. Okay, well, I can understand, like you know, him causing things that just basically are beyond your ken that could basically make you go insane. Oh, he has some like pretty good, uh, like aliases as well. Oh, so the Harbringer of Hilarity. 
the pundit of pointlessness, the messenger of meaninglessness. I love him. He's so great. I he is just a wacky nihilist who can make people feel the meaninglessness That's, of the rational world. That sounds like some late night show host is about to introduce him. The harbinger of hilarity, the messenger of meaningless, the pundit of pointlessness. Madcap. I love him. He is officially on like my top list of favorite characters. Um, I need to. I also need to make that note. I need him to do that. I need a. I need a new social media manager. <laughs> I can't do any of this stuff. <laughs> I can't. I like. I want to, but I care so little <laughs> to actually do it. <laughs> you know, like if I could do it and tell someone else to put it up, I would. But I don't have that right now. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. So, um, what do you think of Madcap? I, yeah, he's really great. He's just one of those, you know, random, you know, you don't really know he's out there until you, until someone points it out to you. But when you do, you're like, wow, why didn't I see more of this character? I love him. Apparently yeah. he was in uh, Punisher Max. Probably more malicious than that. Probably. <laughs> but like, he's, oh, he was in Power Pack? Like what is your power pack? Oh, don't make the don't make little children go crazy. They're already crazy enough. Okay. Um so he was in She Hulk. I mean he was in She Hulk. That doesn't Deadpool. surprise me. Deadpool core. But yeah, he was in that one. He was in one of the Deadpools. Yeah. That's what I Ghost, thought. Yeah, Ghost Riders. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so he is um isn't officially one of my favorite uh, characters, so only knew a little bit about him before. So, oh, yeah. uh, so that's that. Um, Man, he must—he must be really committed though to showing people meaningless if he's been doing this for that long. Yeah. Well, I mean, it—I mean, the world, the the universe makes no sense, and uh, someone needs to show people that because they believe in a rational world, which clearly doesn't exist. That's true. There's, I, there's actually no right or reason to the world. Yeah. And honestly, that just that's just a really good uh, that's just a really good reversal of someone who is super religious beforehand. Because <laughs> what what is religion but tricking people into believing there's meaning? I'm just gonna let that dead air sit there. <laughs> Um, what do you have to plug? Okay, I am on a podcast called Warren Beasts, which is part of the Audio Entropy Network, uh, which has like a lot of other podcasts too. Our podcast is a rewatch and review of, Be well, currently Beast Machines, and we also have like, we went through all of Beast Wars. Uh, but feel free to like check out audioentropy.com. That's just all one word. Uh, and you'll see like we've got a bunch of things like Totally Reprise, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other good ones that have just that have been around. Uh, Teenagers with Attitude, uh, Let's Place is on there. That's a fun one. That's a train wreck. That's a fun one. Apparently, oh. I heard that they just they just reviewed it and they had a new worse game. It beat Custer's Revenge. So that's Ooh, saying much. That one's pretty bad. Yeah, I think it just got so bad that they kind of just decided, you know what? 
we're not even considering them games anymore and kind of just wipe some of the the bottom the top bo- like the the bottom games and like we you know what if the premise of a game is uh you know is this we're that they're not games we have i have a podcast called creep critters where i talk about cryptids so we've talked about spider horses horse spiders Every time, a dumb every... water horse named Kelpies. Aw, some Kelp. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of other stories about Kelpies. Kelpie, the, Kelpie, original, Kelpies the original suck. The original Kelpie story is a terror, is a terrifying and horrifying thing. No, no, Kelpies suck. Yeah, the whole thing is they went to seduce people on getting on a horse. How do you? How does a horse seduce people? That's dumb. I hate it. <laughs> Sorry. Listen to my listen to. I'm thinking a lot of people on Fur Affinity would disagree with you. I hate horses so much. <laughs> like horses, no, are, horses are demons. They don't deserve, deserve life. <laughs> they shouldn't even be here. They're colonizers. <laughs> they came from Europe. We should be rejecting horses. <laughs> I'm not. I like part of me is not joking. I really do hate yeah. horses. No, I. I know some people. Some people who venomously hate horses. I know some people who love horses. I've always been kind of ambivalent to them, but that's because I've had very little interaction with them. Well, almost all of my interactions with them involved them like almost killing me as a child. So yeah, so you have very good reason not to like them. Yeah, but f- for some reason, c- centaurs are one of my favorite mythological animals, though. I do like centaurs, but uh, speaking of centaurs, uh, we're going to be talking about a corpse centaur. <laughs> wait, wait, um, corpse centaur? Like the not Gnarl Rock? Yeah. Am I right? Wait, wait, really? Like uh, I'm going to be talking about one. Yep, yeah, I might be talking about a corpse hamel go- a camel ghost also. Well, that's so, weird. Ooh, you should listen to that. Later, not this month, next month. Yay! Okay, so um, you can look at my cat on at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram. And besides that, thank you so much for listening. And may Madcap show you the meaningless of life. Bye. Bye. Bye.